So happy, happy uh, Kwanzaa, everybody! Yeah. Uh, do do your research. That's all I'm gonna say there. Why? Because I'm not gonna say any comments about the holiday. I'm just gonna That's say do your great. research. You know what's not great? Yeah. Today, Colin's anyway. hero died. No, we have to get into the intro. Scoop poop. Uh, <laughs> today is Sunday, the twenty sixth. Of December, obviously, it's day after Christmas because we weren't going to record on Christmas. Um, but you're probably watching this on Monday the 27th. Um, our next episode will be the award show, so do look forward to that. A little bit of uh, pre-hype. Um, oh, actually, later we should, like when we're working on your car, we should actually talk about that and come up with a few ideas. Possibly, yes. Um pre-hype for something we haven't planned that's always fun well we have well okay we have the categories because left over from last yes. year and that's all we have planned we we actually i think we're decided on the best car of the year but other than that we have everything to figure out we're not decided on the best car of the year well we're not deciding the second best car of the year i you know what anyway <laughs> so now on to the bad news uh, Shunji Tanaka has passed away. We're sadly. sorry if we pronounced it incorrectly, but we don't speak Japanese. The man who designed the Mazda MX-5 Miata. The original one. Yes. Has unfortunately passed away. Um, not much was known about him. Uh, He's kind of a weird guy. Yeah, the only thing that we know about him is he went to go work on motorcycles at, you can say because I forgot their Kawasaki. Name. Kawasaki. After, uh... His time at Mazda, and that's pretty much all we know. We also know that his last words were, I have no regrets in my life. That was about it. Except the Miyat <clears throat> dies. <laughs> Except that I killed the small sports car market by doing very good in it. Somebody's salty. <laughs> Listen, those were cool, but they're gone now. All I'm saying is, the Miata is also kind of cool. Yes, the Miata is cool, and but it's like the, the only one wait, left. but without the Miata, you wouldn't have had the S2000. Okay. Or, like... I'm not actually that crazy about the S2000. I mean, you're wrong. <laughs> you're just wrong? I'm not even saying it's a bad car, I'm just saying I don't personally like it. Anyway, um... So I can't be wrong. I think it's time to move on. Yes, to another Japanese company is Toyota. <coughs> now, Toyota, we talked about them last week. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I skipped one. So, Land Rover <laughs> is another Japanese company. Um, now, as we all know, they have came out with the um, the uh, Land Rover Defender last year, which, of course, was the objectively best car of the year last year. Uh, <laughs> sure. I... But, um, anyways, a... What are those things called? What? Oh, no. What are they called? <laughs> what things? The the Coach Builder. There you go. Uh, coach Builder, out of somewhere, known as Heritage Customs, have created their own version of the Land Rover Defender called the Valiance. Now, this Valiance is a convertible. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, no. It's a leather top convertible. Oh, you can stop now. Oh, and it doesn't fold away. Oh. It kind of just folds to the back seats. And oh. it's just next to the back seats. I really wish you hadn't mentioned that. That's yeah. so much worse. <laughs> oh, and um, because of the way the doors are built, the two front doors, 
like the windows don't go down they just stay up because of the frame of the door is still on top but the back the back part goes down so it's the i'm using hand motion sorry for everyone listening but it's one of these that's so bad yeah um, but so, but it's okay. We do not have to fret because there will be only five of them. Thank God made for the world. Uh, each one will cost about one hundred fifty-five thousand dollars. Which for only five, that's actually kind of a low yeah, price. Yeah, it's not bad. But also for Who an would idea, buy one of those. Yeah, no. Someone in the comments said you could buy a Ford Bronco and a nine sixteen for that, which yeah. would you'd have objectively a more fun time with those two. Yeah. Yes. You know, you could also buy for that. A Ford Bronco and then cut the roof off yourself. Yeah. <laughs> what also the Ford Bronco comes with a removable roof. Does it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. You forgot that. about I, that? I forgot. <laughs> I actually forgot about that. They they are convertibles. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think it's time to move on to. So Toyota. Now Toyota. Now we can go. Toyota. To uh, has kind of taken a step back on their stance of requiring a subscription to use your key fob. Yes, we talked about this last week. Yes. It was kind of a big news story literally everywhere because everything I ever saw, like anyone who did anything in the automotive industry covered it at least. And there were some people even not in the automotive industry, like the tech industry, who were covering it. Well, yes, and the reason for this is because everyone owns Toyotas. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But... It's also because this is kind of ridiculous. The fact that someone would charge a subscription to use hardware you already own and that doesn't communicate with the internet at all, and the only reason you'd pay a subscription for it is because they put an interrupt in it so that it has to be connected to the internet and has to detect a subscription to be able to use, which makes no sense whatsoever. Anyway... Um, Toyota has said maybe that's not the best idea, uh-huh. considering they got a absolute metric butt-ton of backlash from this, and, uh, you know, it, it's probably for the best that they pulled back on this one. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, they really weren't expecting the kind of backlash they got, which is just stupid, because... Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I, I like how you wrote that, the... The not an actual quote. It, it was it was a quote from like a, a news article, but it wasn't a quote from Toyota. So you know, don't why they phrase it as we. Uh, I did that. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, so the Toyota's kind of really dumb for thinking that no one was gonna. And, no one was gonna and Toyota's basically come out and said we're sorry that you noticed and we're taking it away. Pretty but much. if no one said anything, we would have not been sorry. Pretty much. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, speaking um, of if no one had noticed, we wouldn't have been sorry. Uh, Nikola. Now, Nikola is a company that um is honestly part of the reason that this show was started. Because watching this company flounder like a fish on the ground, approximately a year, a little over a year ago, uh, when all the drama went down with it, uh, it was quite hilarious. Now. Back then, if you had told me Nikola would be uh, delivering their trucks, I would have been like, excuse me, what's wrong with your brain? They will never make a truck in their life. They don't know how to. And then a while ago, we discussed that, you know, General Motors and some random dude in Germany with a lot of money have essentially taken over the project. GM a bit more secretly, but you can do some basic research and find out that GM's in charge. Yes. Uh... I the guy from the rich guy from Germany is just the fall guy. If it goes 
end up again. Pretty much. Uh, <clears throat> but anyways, so uh, they posted a picture that they had a working vehicle, and now they are delivering these vehicles. They have delivered two. They have delivered two of the first round, which has approximately 100 trucks. That's unfortunately all we know at the time. It'd be really funny if they have the bolt batteries. I mean, we do know they were delivered to a uh, kind of like a, a shipping yard in L.A. Oh, I didn't know that. I just knew that two were delivered. And it was a shipping yard. Two of it was the a first round, which It was somewhere in California. 100. It was either L.A. or San Francisco. Um, well, yeah. One of those two. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't know if the deal is still on between California or L.A. and Nicola to make garbage trucks. I think it is. That's interesting. Yeah. I have not <coughs> seen a Nicola garbage truck yet. I haven't either. Okay, well, I, they better get on it. Yeah. Speaking of better get on it. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't rebound from no, that one. I can't. Uh, the Audi, the Audi uh, inline 5 is dead in Canada. Now, um, this is kind of a strange story because we don't actually know why. Uh, the Audi RS3 and uh, TTRS, which are the two cars of the Turbo Straight 5, is in, in Canada, um, are being discontinued for the 2022 year and are not being sold in Canada. Uh, as disclosed in some messages sent out to their dealerships saying that Audi... Canada is no longer allowed to sell the RS3 or TTRS in Canada due to um, regulatory issues in Canada. Now, the problem with that is um, we don't know what those issues are because Canada has yet to... No, sorry, not Canada. Audi has yet to respond to um, some some messages because this is a fairly recent um, like issue and... Audi is slow because no one's there because it's Christmas. Yes. <laughs> so, like, it's understandable that they haven't responded, but, like, also, we'd like to know why. And it's kind of suspect that pretty much the only thing in common these two cars have is the turbo inline 5. So, we suspect it's due to the engine and maybe emissions regulations. But I feel like if it was emissions regulations, it would also affect cars in the U.S. And other probably Europe too, considering that Europe has the tightest emissions regulations of them all. Uh, but I don't think it's emissions regulation specific because, um, I mean, they're still selling those cars in Europe. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That's a fun noise. Anything else to add on? No. Okay. <laughs> um, <coughs> back to GM and electric trucks. For those that don't know, I think we briefly talked about it once because I didn't really take it seriously. GM has their own electric truck company that they take full responsibility for, known as Bright Drop. Now, Bright Drop is focusing more on, like, delivery vans and that kind of stuff. It's kind of weird that they didn't take part in the fight for a um, uh, the new mail trucks. Postal service. Yeah, yeah, but, well, I think Bright Drop existed a little too late to start that fight. But, anyways, so... Uh, Bright Drop has announced that they're making their first they, delivery van. Aren't they making the frame for the truck that won? Ford. Oh, that's... For, never mind. Well, uh, yes, it's Ford and Oshkosh Defense. Yes. I don't know why Oshkosh went for it, but they did and they won. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, General Motors... Uh, 
sorry, where did my brain go? Uh, Bright Drop, uh, their new vehicle knows the EV600. Uh, General Motors says that this is the fastest uh, concept to market vehicle they've ever made. Which, if that doesn't spell out disaster to me, I don't know what does. Considering their record with EVs. <laughs> yes, and their record with shoving out cars fast. Literally, now, I think about half a year ago, they mentioned this company existed. Can we just remind you guys their record with EVs? They only have one EV on the market currently that actually qualifies for U.S. tax breaks, and it's the one that catches on fire. A lot. Yeah. That we've been talking and about. And they don't know why. <laughs> um, so, anyways... Uh, they are f beginning to fill out an order that FedEx has given them for their first vehicles. So far, five out of the 500 they have ordered have been delivered. And a little extra part I saw is they also, FedEx is also kind of trying to really push into the new EV market. So they have, they're not ordering just Bright Drop, they're ordering from a few truck companies. I think I found somewhere that they own Nikola, but the, that they're th talking with Nikola, but the, Next ones that they have ordered are 20 Tesla semis that they have not heard anything about. That's Tesla for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but at least they're going to get these trucks, and I, um, my heart goes out to you if a package meant to go to you is being delivered on one of these trucks and it catches on fire. Which is honestly somewhat likely. <laughs> yes. Um... The nice thing about this, though, is this is only GM's fault, where unlike Nikola, they could shove it onto someone else. Also, I think I read somewhere that Bright Drop was created out of Nikola tech, but... That's a stretch, but okay. It, it's, it happened around the time that Nikola and GM, or like a year after Nikola and GM were uniting. Anyway, it is time to talk about Toyota and their... Let's say... New vehicle for the Japanese market. It's not... New vehicle is kind of a technicality. There's a new trim level for it. The vehicle has been out since 2014. I forgot oh. to tell you that. Oh, you said it was a brand new vehicle. I lied. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> so... And now you're probably wondering, why oh, why are we talking about a vehicle from Japan that's only selling in Japan? Well, just because it's purely just hilarious. Just sit back and relax. It is properly hilarious. Okay, so, the base model starts at a price of thirteen thousand dollars, which well, is you one. Start with the name. It, we'll, we'll get to that. The okay. base model is thirteen thousand dollars, okay. right? That's very. Cheap. It's a price of one point four nine million yen. Which is funny. Yeah, because Japan doesn't understand how money works. No, anyway. <laughs> um, so the base model has a one point three liter four cylinder that makes ninety four horsepower. And it also has a CVT, continuously variable transmission, and it has front-wheel drive. Okay, all, all normal stuff. So it's a minivan called the Pro Box. That's just where the fun begins. Anyway, it's like just barely tall enough to fit your average American, but like... You don't need to. Yeah. It's a key car. Wait, it's it, a key or K? K, K. K car. Yeah. It's a K car, so it it's doesn't matter. It's not exactly a K car, but it's pretty close. Anyway, um, base features. One zone climate control that doesn't have any automotive, any automatic things. You just turn some knobs, right? You All know, right. your standard cheap-ass cheap climate car, control. That, yeah, it's fine. fine. No radio. Oh. 
Uh, I don't even think it comes with power windows. Oh. <laughs> um, you get two cup holders and a phone holder. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And nothing else. <laughs> Wait, the phone holder is standard? Yes. Nice. Um. For the upgraded model, which is the new one that came out, it's the GX, I want to oh, say. Cool. The new trim level. Um, it, you upgrade to a 1.5 liter four-cylinder, making 107 horsepower, going through the same CVT, and you can you have a choice of front or all-wheel drive for this one. For that one, it'll raise your price to about $15,670, which is 1.79 million yen. Nice. Um, now, the fun part with this one is they add in climate controls that have buttons instead of dials, and it says what temperature it's aiming for. Which is kind of cool. <laughs> still single zone, but that's alright. Um, still no radio, though. Oh? Yeah. Still no radio. Still no radio? No. Apparently, actually, I did find this out later. Apparently, it's common in the Japanese market for cars to just be sold without a radio. Ah. Because they expect you to just put your own in there. Which oh, is kind of yeah. weird. Anyway, um, it's just kind of a weird car in general. It doesn't really fit in any market in the U.S., which I guess is why it's not sold here. But it's... No, I think I know people personally who would buy this vehicle. <laughs> yeah, sadly we do. But, um, I mean, if you ask us, it's a, little bit, it's a little bit expensive for what you're getting, you know? Yeah, no, it's, um, it's nothing. Yeah. But it's still nothing. At least, like, the Mitsubishi Mirage or, like, the Chevy Spark come with, like, a screen. Mm -hmm. That's, those are, like, the cheapest cars on the U.S. market. I think they do actually have roll-up windows, but I, they, I do think they come with a screen now, which is a bit weird, but... I, yeah. Well, also, I think just roll-up windows should become an optional extra, because they're cool. Optional extra? Yeah. Extra. Yeah. Isn't you have to pay more for them? Well, yeah, I mean... Ma yeah. <laughs> You're hilarious. Anyway, um, I, I feel like it's just priced a little bit too high for reasonably, like, purchased, you know? I don't know. Speaking of re uh, reasonably high... Tesla. Tesla, our favorite buddies over at Tesla. Um, have delayed the Roadster again. The Roadster was originally announced for the 20, in 2017 for the, I misrode, misrode? Misrote, uh, 2020. It was, I wrote 2021, but it's for the, it was announced for 2020. Obviously, COVID delays, understandable. Uh, kind of. Kind of. The first delay was not for COVID, let me just say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Whatever, it's been delayed, that's whatever, no one cares. Here's the part that's interesting. Is, before, you could pay money to reserve a car. You cannot do that anymore. But that's a bit weird, because some people already have. They've removed the option to reserve them. Yes. But, they've also just removed the entire listing for the Roadster off their website. Oh, that's so cool. I forgot, I didn't even see that part. <laughs> um, now, you're probably like, well... I, wait, did they... I don't actually know if they deleted the reservations that people had. No, they okay. didn't. Well, That's kind of illegal. Yes, <laughs> a little bit. But anyway, so people 
normally when you're reserving a car that's going to come out, you're just putting in like a hundred to five hundred dollars, maybe a grand. It's usually five hundred. Maybe a grand. a grand at most, just to say, hey, I'm actually serious about getting this thing. Uh, you know, and don't you, aren't you technically supposed to get that money back when you buy the car, even though that's no, it bit. goes towards the price of the car. Okay, that's that also makes sense, but Tesla, oh, they use some different price ranges. They use fifty thousand at the low end, and some people have paid up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to reserve the Founder Series model. Now, <sighs> to reserve it. You don't, we they don't have a car, and it's been delayed again, and now you can't even reserve it. If I were one of those people that reserved this car for $250,000, I'd be sweating my bullets, and I'd be knocking on Elon's door with a... Alright, I'm going to stop before I was about to say... That's a good idea. With a Peter Griffin joke. I just yeah. want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. Anyway, um... We shouldn't really. We don't really have to explain why this is a, a large problem. Yes. Because uh, you know that's kind of really freaking sketchy. I probably could have left it at all the information, and you could have implied yourself. I didn't have to spoon feed it to you that that's a bad thing. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of more bad things by Tesla, they are being investigated by the NHTSA again. For, what is this? Like the fifty millionth time? Who even knows? Um, this time it's because. And we covered this about a month ago. Tesla made it so when you're, you know, those video games they have on the big screen in yeah, the car. Yeah, I don't. Uh, they used to only be able to be played at a standstill while the car was not in drive. It had to be in park. It had to be in park, in like, just like in stopped in anywhere. I don't know. Anyway, point is, recently they made it possible to play while you are moving. By accepting this notification that says the driver can't play this and uh, it could be distracting. Well, here's the fun part. The NHTSA is now investigating Tesla because, well, obviously, the, 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 the obvious thing is uh, the driver could be playing it, right? Sure. Yeah. That's not actually what the NHTSA is investigating, though, because technically Tesla did cover their butt by that by putting the warning. What the NHTSA is investigating is how distracting it is to have your passenger playing video games while you're driving on the screen that's right next to you. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Alright, well, I don't know about other people, but as someone who suffers with ADHD, I would crash in about 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah! So, um, that's, that's going to be a fun and one. And then I'd be in a fireball, and then Elon will go, Well, okay, listen, he had it on self-driving mode. Oh, we're sorry. We're looking into why that happened. Can you ask us? Can you can you answer questions about the battery and why the battery exploded? Well, see, the problem with the self-driving is <laughs> <laughs> that's a great reference to the time Tesla got someone killed because they battery exploded and they didn't want to talk about it. Anyway, um, they'd rather talk about how the. Uh, the self-driving the, the self-driving self they were trying to say the self-driving didn't mess up and it wasn't on but uh, you were close anyway something like that yeah anyway the point is during the investigation the NHTSA has now told Tesla they have to remove the feature until they can finish their investigation so Tesla has done just that oh, yeah. um so hopefully this will i mean no honestly realistically Tesla's going to slither their way out of it again because they're Tesla and for some reason the US government does not want to punish them 
for their crimes. Against humanity. Yeah, pretty anyway, much. Anyway, so speaking of electric companies, uh, NEO has announced their new ET5 for 328,000 yen, and also their company will be opening in Germany. All right, back to Tesla. Yay! Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the bubble. You did that right into the microphone. Yes. I am sorry for anyone that had to hear that. I am not. Anyway, um, Tesla has done another one. This is our third Tesla story. Actually, maybe fourth if you count the other one. Anyway, um, Tesla is selling old batteries in new cars. You'd think that maybe uh, that would come with a price discount, but you're wrong. It comes with a price increase. You know yeah, why? Wow. These batteries have 12% less capacity. Oh, wait, that doesn't make any sense because you're getting less range for more money. That's right. Tesla is literally just price gouging the same way that, like, scalpers are. This is fun. This is really fun. This is great. Gotta love Tesla with their sketchy business practices. Uh, and you know what's the funnest part about it? The only way you know you're getting an old battery is they send you a small warning when you're about to buy the car. It's like, oh, you're about to buy a car that could have 12% less range? It's like from a battery that has 20 battery that was made in 2017 this is so fun and then we're gonna charge you ten thousand dollars extra for it that's right it's not a small markup either it is ten thousand dollars bringing the normal price of a tesla from by the way this is in the model 3 the base price is about fifty thousand dollars it raises it to sixty thousand dollars that's so fun that is legitimately more of a markup than you're losing in range. That's like a what a 16% markup in the 12% range loss. How many times in this show have we gone off on Tesla? A lot. I, I, I will keep saying this. I remember when I thought I liked them and thought they were a cool company before I started this show. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, the, uh, the turntables. The yeah. turntable is the times change. I don't know. I just know more things now. Yep. Um, you know what else I know? I have to go 